Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> hey guys, this is Matt, aka Fane, welcoming you to our next episode of Called Shot Podcast. Just want to say thank you very much for you guys who have been listening from the get go and those who are still listening. We enjoy that you're listening. We enjoy the feedback. Thank you very much. Uh, and to those East Tennessee crewmen who are listening to our show, we're going to be at the local Tennessee Pirate Fest on Saturday, October the 7th, pretty much all day or until at least the rum is gone. Uh, it's in Harriman, Tennessee. And if you need more directions or more information, please check us out on Facebook, the Called Shot podcast page. Enjoy the show. A farewell to Ollie. Welcome to the Wormwood. I think that's where we ended the previous session. Am I wrong? Yes. Yes, I'm wrong. No, I'm no, that's right. That is right. That is what happened. Didn't we yeah. get welcome to the Wormwood like seven sessions ago? No, that was no, just that was, last week. Oh. That was not welcoming. That was like, yo, here you are. No, yeah. that's right. We did get welcome. Fair like, point. I got my stuff. Yep. Sebastian is just used to welcoming people like they welcomed us, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean exactly? Uh, scourge and plug call it whips and tricks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So you guys, we're actually at the end of day 10 or getting towards the end. You guys just got back from hunting crabs. In the most comedically inept manner possible. Since some of us hunted crabs, most of us just sat around and swam around the crabs. (laughs) How do you sit and swim? (laughs) So you guys fought a couple of reef claws, which really aren't as big as you would think. They're about kitnick size, maybe a little smaller, actually. And then uh, you guys got back to the boat with the reef claws. Captain Barnabas Harrigan was so excited that he had reef claws for dinner that he gave you all your equipment back. And I think only two people were really missing equipment at that point, so you're good to go. So you got your equipment back. We're at the end of uh, day 10. You guys just turned over the reef claw meat, and as soon as you do that, you hear Tam Narwhal Tate up in the crow's nest yell down, Hello, the deck! Sails on the horizon! Immediately, Mr. Plug jumps up into the rigging, pulls a uh, spyglass out of one of his pockets, and begins to look. He yells out, Captain, I'd recognize that outline anywhere. Tis Tessa Fairwind's sloop. Barnabas responds with, Then we wait. Riaris, tomorrow, teach this crew how to grapple a ship. We may need it soon. Aye, aye, Captain! (laughs) And that is the end of this little cutscene. We are now going to go into rum rations. Our bloody hour is first. We will go into bloody hour. I don't think any of you owe anybody whips at this point. I think we're good. Excellent. The only one who gets whipped is Conchabar today. He uh, failed miserably at his job up in the rigging, and Scourge takes it out on him mightily. Where's his hat? (laughs) On his head at all times. Can't be whipping him too hard if the hat stays on, I'm just saying. If you haven't noticed, there's actually a safety strap. (laughs) It's invisible. Just a little line there. And then we go into rum rations. Everybody gets their rum for the night. Uh, Again, you guys have already proven yourselves worthy of uh, getting rid of your rum. And we'll go on into night ship actions. Well, I do believe uh, Mr. Ollie over here secreted away some lovely uh, bits of reef claw for dinner. Did he really? We, yeah. we all brought extra crabs, too. Remember, we had an extra one each. Yep. Oh, yeah. A little bit of reef claw, a little crab. Yeah, and I think uh, John's going to fix it up, have a nice little dinner for the crew. Well, for our crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw the, the rest of those people. The crew you. that matters, rum, let's be honest. Can we have yeah. rum-roasted crab? Uh, no. <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds delicious. Hey, John, why don't you give me a cooking roll? Let's see how good this crab actually is. Do not Ooh. poison us. Give yourself a plus five to the DC and try and come up with a butter sauce also. Nice. But even though we have no butter. <laughs> plus five. That's the magic. That's the magic. Fifteen. I think that's good enough. Woohoo. What did you say? You want a butter-basted rum crab? <laughs> <laughs> It's not get too crazy. Not right. so much with the butter, yeah. but a whole lot of rum. <laughs> well, after you've had enough rum, everything tastes like butter. <laughs> so you have rum roasted crab or butter roast. I don't know. You guys tell me. <laughs> what do you guys do? Y'all entertain me. I'm going to sit over here and enjoy the show. So we're sitting in the galley. Well, we're probably standing. I don't know why. I'm always sitting, if you haven't noticed. Uh, standing in the galley, I'm probably boiling the crab. And we're talking. But we're not. <laughs> we all stand around awkwardly. Kitnick is going to be sitting on a table somewhere because I'm way shorter than you guys. Right. Um, that puts me up around where I can at least see you. Sebastian is uh, probably leaned up against a wall nearby. So, my uh, my friends, what led you to be in the situation you're, we, we all find ourselves in now? What brought you to uh, Port Peril? Well, for me, I was at Port Peril because I was trying to actually make it conveniently down this way. I was trying to get to Blood Cove. Where's Blood Cove? Did you say where? Or where? where? Where's Blood Cove? Blood Cove is a little bit south of here. Why it's do you all want to go south? <laughs> just very briefly. I just want to like bounce in and then bounce back out. Okay. <laughs> I have no interest in staying in Blood Cove for a long period of time. Uh, I find that the, the far north these days is less than welcoming. Wait, you're from the far north? Uh, How close far enough. north? Uh, well, I want to say from, but uh, prior to our little excursion, I was in the... Uh, Land of the Lenorm Kings and Erisen with the, uh, the White Witches. There was uh, an incident involving a bottle of ice wine, a game of liars, dice, and an awkward morning after, okay? Uh, I had to leave in a hurry. Hmm. What brought you all the way down here, Kitnick? Well, I was told that in Port Peril I could find someone that had some information I needed, and I found them. But then, before I could go back and talk to them, I found myself on this ship. So now I have to figure out how to either get back to Port Peril so that I can actually get the information I need, or I have to find somebody else, conveniently, who's from up north that might be able to give me some directions. <laughs> she stares pointedly. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of directions are you looking for? Whorehouse, tavern, bank? I mean, you're going to have to give me some specifics here, my friend. I get the feeling the only places that Sebastian knows of north are not the places you want to visit, Kitnick. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can direct you to the Palace of the White Witches and various other places, but uh, I won't be showing you personally. That's fair. Well, I'm not exactly sure where I have to go yet. That's why I had to go talk to someone else in Port Peril first. So yeah. you have to go somewhere, but you don't know where, and you want me to tell you how to get there. Is, is that what I'm getting from this conversation? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I will get right on that for you. I will draw you a map, and he just hands her a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> I would point out some of the greatest navigators in the region are in Blood Cove. So you don't have to stay there, but it might be useful to get there. But how are we going to get there? I heard something about a sloop. Well, it seems that we may have found a ship to, uh, to raid. And while I don't think that's going to be particularly pleasant, it may provide us with an opportunity. No, but that's at least a good-sized ship that we don't need as many people to to run. Fane, uh, you're being awfully quiet over there. You look like you got something to say. I'm just a little tired. I, I think Plug, though, said that he recognized the ship, and if that's uh, Tess's luck of the draw, Barnes be, would be insane to go after it. It's, it's, one, it's her flagship. She's got a fleet of ships. 
She's the uh, mistress of Quint. I mean, she's on the, the, the Pirate Council. She's a major player in the Shackles. It would be pretty surprising if he was trying to attack her, although she is by herself. But it would make sense as to why he said, now we wait. Perhaps he's hoping she gets into conflict with something else and is weakened. It's a bigger ship, bigger crew, or more crew. I mean, it's, it's got us by 30 feet. Granted, but I wouldn't put it past our beloved captain to uh, attempt to bump off another member of the council if he thought he had the opportunity. Or if he was trying to take someone's place in the council. Mm. Get, rid of, uh, get rid of someone on the council, open a position. Barnabas has the chance to step in. Unless we stop him first. You seem to, uh, that, that strongly suggests to me that you might be planning something that are, uh, John. Not by myself, but I assume the five of us could probably come up with something. I'm not sure we're quite in a position to take on, uh, Captain Harrigan directly. Not yet, no. We are not, but perhaps with the aid of Tessa and her crew. If we can get close enough, that's the one thing, because it sounds like, as of right now, we're not planning to get close enough and they don't know us from, you know, anything. <laughs> there's every chance we just they just kill us along with uh, the I captain. had an idea to cut the wormwood with fire using uh, the tar on a on a uh, wineskin full of the uh, rum, throw it against the walls, and then light it up. We just burn it from the inside out. This is good. I, I did test the rum. It is very flammable. With us still yeah. on it? Yeah, the problem with that is <laughs> then we are on a burning ship with nowhere to go. Well, this would be if we were to attack a ship. Or if we were just simply just getting near enough to the ship. Yeah, to where we get off the ship and have somewhere to go. Hey, did you up. learn about Tessa in schooling? or? I read about it somewhere. I'm not really sure. Yeah. My thesis is, you know, I'm writing a play, so I probably came across her name somewhere. Yeah, I've heard your stories about the great pick. They're phenomenal. Oh, he was <laughs> one of the best. The dread pirate pick, actually. Miss Kittenick, what exactly are you trying to uh, find? You seem to be very, very eager to find this bit of knowledge. And you're being very, very cagey about it. Cagey? Cagey, huh? Indeed. Huh. Johnny Cagey. <laughs> well, what, what was that thing you were saying yesterday when we were fighting those crabs? Something about you changing the subject, most likely. Cagey, yeah. Mm. I'll get back to you on that. I've, I've still got to figure out where I'm going first, and then I'll tell you why. And Indeed. at this point, John is handing out crab meat to everybody. <laughs> where It's all cooked. It's ready to go. Thank yeah. you. We so, all have secrets. Is there butter? Yeah, there's butter. All right. <laughs> don't uh, Don't look too closely at the butter, all right? <laughs> as long as we are uh, getting to know each other. John, what did you learn to cook? Uh, that's a great question. I, uh, I actually grew up in a kitchen. Uh, my father was a cook. He was a... Very relatively well-known cook. I've never heard of Chef Ollie. Who's your dad? Ollie's not my real last name. I kind of inherited the last name Ollie. And I think Sebastian knows uh, my real name is actually Ivsar. <gasps> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Everyone oh, has. Shuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their secrets. Ivsar? Ivsar, yes. Uh, um, it's partially uh an elfin name uh i've obviously you guys can tell i'm half elf um but my mother was the elf and she named me interesting what so was, what was the other half human making sure I, maybe there's the other name? things other half of your name like mm. last name oh i don't think i have a last name oh okay it's ollie <laughs> you're like share madonna <laughs> jesus jesus uh, it's jesus, uh, jesus f christ oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was H. <laughs> it depends on who you ask. What book you been reading? <laughs> the one written. Never mind. Uh, well, the one written by Biff, his brother-in-law. <clears throat> it's actually by F. Christ. I mean, <laughs> so so John, 
we should probably pick a last name for you. Yeah, I don't have Do one. You, you don't have one? I, I thought I did, but my character sheet has nothing on it. It just says Ivsar. And then in parentheses, John. <laughs> uh, Good to know. So, so pretty, are we just pronouncing it wrong? Should we be pronouncing it John? No. <laughs> Was that like a phonetic spelling that you had in like Ancient Elven, it pronounces into John. John. I mean, it's, I, that, that, maybe you don't know your last name yet. I didn't find out my last name until I was like 60. So, you know, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Oh, I thought Valley was talking. I was like, what? Uh, no way you're no. 60. And if you are, I'm impressed. Bravo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever I'm doing, I'll keep doing it right. Do you feast on the blood of the innocent? I mean, what? Uh, but yeah, so anyways, it, it, I grew up uh, in actually uh, with my father. He was a cook and uh, he taught me a lot about cooking, which is where I got all my skills from. Luckily, it's the one thing I'm actually relatively decent at. You're more than decent. This crap is awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. And don't sell yourself short. You're excellent at pissing off Mr. Scourge and, uh, or Master Scourge and Mr. Plug. Yeah, that dude's got some serious problems because the pirate that taught me to be a pirate, or at least what I thought was a pirate, is nothing like Scourge at all. Who taught you how to be a pirate? Uh, his name was Joe Ollie. He actually saved my life, which is where my name came from. Uh, my father did some things that caused some very bad people to come after me. And as I was running from them, uh, John or Joe saved my life. And so, you know, once he got me into a uh, Cardax Thorpe, actually, uh, I took up his name and essentially have been running as long as part of his family. Uh, he doesn't know that necessarily, but other people in Kodax Thorpe know that I am related to Joe Ollie some way or another. I, I remember that sounded familiar because I've been there. I actually lived in Kurdex Thorpe for quite a while. That's right. I think you said, though, you were there and we yeah. were just never in, in the same place okay. at the right time. Ibsar Ali has a pretty nice ring to it. It does. I may have to just keep his namesake. You raised you. I don't know about raised me. We, we met for about 15 minutes. <laughs> oh. He was just really <laughs> impressionable. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of raising in 15 minutes. But I think you guys know uh, Ambrose, the, the cook. He actually cooked with my father, which is where I know him from. And I didn't realize that uh, it was him because he's gotten fat and drunk over the years. But recently we've kind of had a coming to and we're going to try and fix that with him. So hopefully he'll be on our side and he'll be willing to help us off or maybe we'll be helping him more than he helps us. But I think he'll be a valuable ally to us on this ship. I suspect we'll take all the friends we can get. Eh? At this point, I think anybody that's not Scourge or anyone that's willing to go against him with us will be good. I don't know. I think I'd like to see Narwhal go overboard. Yeah, you've got something against Narwhal, don't you there, Sebastian? He's the bastard that got me on the ship in the first place. Really? He helped me duck out the back in a bar fight where someone was trying to kill me over a game of cards and potentially a woman I've never met. Uh, or, well, never did anything with. Uh, I made the mistake of following him into the uh, formidably made and, well, you know the rest. So, yes, I would like to see him go overboard. Sounds like this was pretty well planned out because, yeah, I had a, a similar run-in with one of the crew. That's how I ended up at the Formidably Made, too. They're surprisingly well-coordinated on land. I can't say quite so much on the sea. Yeah, and I had the same kind of thing with Slippery Sai. Ran into her, and that's how I ended up not getting to talk to the person I needed to talk to. <laughs> Circling back to the possibility of the Tessa's sloop, Sebastian, seeing you do your strange sorcerer magics, can you make... Can you make a big signal if we needed to? Something that could get the attention of the ship? I, I think I could handle that, yeah. We might want to consider that if an opportunity to implement Thane's plan comes in. 
Keep it in mind. If if nothing else, it's always good to have an idea. Although it, it sounds like they are hoping to find prey soon or attack out or one or the other. If you're going to train us to uh, grapple, which does not sound like that's going to be fun for me, let's be honest. Hey, Wes, uh, at a game, I don't remember if I did a planes check on Lady Kitnick. I, uh, I don't think you did. I don't think I did either. I would like to do that. Yeah, give me a roll. 20 lots. Uh, 26. <laughs> With a 26... What type of information about Kitnick are you really looking to glean? What the hell is she? You recognize her as a half-gnome? No, I'm a gnome. Both my parents were gnomes. With a bit of a tiefling background. Oh, so we got some Punnett Square things going on there. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All Technically, right. she's a tiefling, but both her parents are gnomes. Legitimately. Okay. <laughs> You're a horny little gnome. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to tell that? Uh, like, oh man! <laughs> you hold that one. Episode three. As soon as I saw those horns, it was episode in my three, head. Three nothing. Probably episode zero when she was talking about her character. Is that going to be it for the night? You guys going to move it along? Anything else? I guess we'll finish up dinner and kind of head our separate ways. And you all go to sleep. Ding 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 ding. Ding, ding. You guys uh. wake up, head up to the deck for the next day actions, expecting to go to work. Instead, Riaris Crin is standing there on the deck. She looks at you five and goes, all right, you landlubbers, I'm going to teach you how to grapple a ship. Grab you a rope, grab you a hook, and get in the boat. I'm going to go get Ambrose's <laughs> hook. Not that one, oh. John. <laughs> Can you blame me for trying? Nah, not at all. That was a great idea. I was I expecting somebody to do it. Fang grabs her and does a DDT. <laughs> just, just joking. Is that a wrestling move? It is. I don't watch wrestling. wrestling. I'm say. It's either that or an insecticide. Uh, yeah. Fang does a moonsault off the top sail. <laughs> Give her the elbow. She climbs into the jolly boat with you. You guys, boosh, drop into the ocean below you. She goes out about a solid 30, 40 feet away from the boat. She then looks at the boat and goes, all right, what I'm going to have to teach you here today is, and she's yelling at the top of her lungs, even though you're less than five feet away from her. The only way she knows how to communicate is yelling. So what you're going to do is you're going to take this rope, you're going to take this hook, you're going to throw it at that ship. You're going to grab the ship. When you do, you pull tight. One little quick action to tie it off on the edge of the boat, and then you're going to climb all the way to the ship. And to simulate... I can do this! (laughs) (laughs) And to simulate the action of battle, Aretta, Slippery Sigh, and Jaundice Jape throwing things at you, and if they hit you, you're going to fall off into the water. You understand? I understand. I understand. All right, Sebastian, you're up first. <laughs> okay, really quickly, uh, okay. when Sebastian is stepping forward, and hopefully, I'm sorry, what is the name of the gunner? Riaris. Riaris. Hopefully, Riaris is uh, distracted with that. Adagoke looks at Sai, Aretta, and Jake. Points his fingers at his own eyes, his fingers at the two of them, <laughs> and does an intimidate check. <laughs> uh, roll away. 23. Nice. All right, I see what's going to happen here. This is going to be fun. Oh, boy. All right, Sebastian, here's how it's going to work. You just got to go over the rules for grappling because you guys are probably going to use this a lot if you're ever going to capture your own ship. Grappling hooks have a range of 10 feet. For every 10 feet over that range, you take a minus 2 to the throw. 
So at 30 feet, you would take a minus four. At 40 feet, which is where you guys are, you're going to take a minus six to your roll. To hit the rail and hold on, you only have to hit an AC of five. So it should be easy for everyone <laughs> but Sebastian. Mm-hmm. So this Barbara. is a this is a ranged attack, dexterity, all that yep. stuff. I mean, I at least have some dex. <laughs> yep. Basically AC 11. Once you actually set the hook, it is a move action to lash the uh, rope so that you have a nice taut rope to climb across. And then uh, you will shimmy along the rope with some climb checks. I'm not going to give you the DC for that one just yet. And while they are throwing stuff at you, if you are hit, you have to make a reflex save. Sebastian, Mm -hmm. are you ready? Not in the slightest, but let's move on anyway. Let's roll! Hope he's ready to swim. Cats sleep. (laughs) 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 That's not a bad idea. Uh, Yeah, no, that was a 10. So... Total. You rolled a 10? Uh, uh, it's with my decks and everything. It's a total of 10, yes. And you took your minus 6? Well, no, that was before the minus 6. So, yeah, good point. So, yeah, that's so a, you four. a 4. So you missed. Yeah, Riaris laughs at you. And while you're coiling the rope back in, she looks at the other four of you and go, who's next? John, I'll give it a shot. John steps up. He's ready to show him he's a real pirate. Give me a roll! Grapple time! Oh, God. Two. Total? Before I do anything. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. You cook your lip. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, like, I hook the back of my head as I'm trying to throw it. And Sebastian's like, at least I'm not the worst. Oh, uh, Riara's stuck in the back of my head. <laughs> Riara just slaps the top of her forehead and goes, oh, my God. Please, somebody hit the rail. Who's next? I'll try. Kidnick steps up. Ten, after the modifiers. After all the modifiers, she is excited because you have now latched onto the side of the boat, embarrassing both John and Sebastian. Riaris just glares at the two of you, coiling your rope. All right, Kitnick, move action to lash it in. Now climb. Give me a your climb check. We're going to do it in teams. One's going to throw, one's going to climb. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I have a six for a modifier uh, on my climb, but, but you... I so you get about three, four feet out from the edge of the boat. You're like, I've got this splash. <laughs> it's the crab fight. I'll be first. Like, well, that's a step closer than before. Come on, get back in the boat, Kid Nick. Adagoke, you look big and strong. Please make me. Adagoke, you look big and strong. Make me proud. All Is right. the wormwood moving? No. The wormwood has anchored where the crabs were for you guys to go out and grab crabs. She probably can't keep up with a moving wormwood. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Actually, he is keeping the boat anchored where he is okay. to wait for Tessa. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay, cool. Is there a way I can punch a grappling hook? Because I'm way <laughs> better at those. Than Just range. like throw it up in there and yeah, spike exactly. it. Uh, it'd be but no, that's not gonna happen. That's like a seven. Oh, Riaris is so disappointed in you right now. <laughs> she All right, picked thing. the wrong pirates to teach. I was about to say, what did she think we were? A bunch of actual pirates? <laughs> I mean, did she look into our background at all? All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't do this sort Dang. of thing. I'm going to use this shiny new 20-sider uh, that Fally brought us from Dragon Con. Ooh, dating us. And I'm going to start oratory. <laughs> 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 oh, Danny boy. <laughs> Throw the grappling hook. I rolled a 19. Ooh. Uh, minus I, 6, 13, plus 1, plus... Yeah. So... Carry the 1. 15. 15. Very nice. She is impressed. All right, now start Me climbing. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> start climbing. Uh, Move action, tied off, yep. climb check. Yes, sir. Guess who and doesn't this, have that? And this Roll is where it all goes horribly high. wrong. Oh, dear neighbor. A seven. Total? <laughs> seven. Uh, you fall in the water. Splash! 
Riaris is like, can anybody do both at the same time? I can't swim either. Everybody is able has now got their grappling hooks back can into the boat. Put me back in the boat, please. Oh yeah, Riar- the whole time Riaris helps you. Like you're like I figured, reach. I figured you grabbed on one of our grappling hooks as we're reeling them back in. Doggy paddle, doggy paddle. <laughs> Okay, so Kitnik's wet. Fane, you're all wet. Who is going I to... I pressed it to take dry. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to save that for the end. I'll go more. ahead. All right, Attica, okay, do it. Give this a round oh two. Oh, God. Oh. I pressed it to take him dry, too. A three total. Oh, oh yeah, he, he didn't okay, hit the boat. You literally can't hit the side of a barn right now, right? Is that what I'm understanding? Pretty yes. much. Yes. Uh, Sebastian will try again, I guess. I'm just going to swim over, yep. punch a hole in the bottom of the ship. It's way better at nailing. Uh, oh, for the listeners at home watching us fail miserably rolling dice, we are only going to do this three times. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe less. Uh, All right, Sebastian, give me your roll. Um, actually... Ooh. Did somebody uh, I, well, I rolled a 17. That should be good It's a 19, enough. 13 give your, total. Give me your climb check. <laughs> this is where it goes horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Use a hero point. <laughs> Holy crap. I rolled a one. <laughs> and with my massive plus zero to climb, I trip and fall over the side of the boat. So, <laughs> now there's a medium-sized rope attached to the boat, right? We can just climb that one, yeah? I'm pretty sure that roll summoned a shark. <laughs> Don't help. <laughs> John's going to push Sebastian out of the way and say, all right, I got it this time. <laughs> How are you pushing me out of the way? I'm in the water. <laughs> I rolled a 19. Okay. Uh, After everything, it's um, a 15, so that oh, hits. Yep, that hits, so your grappling hook is now set. Sebastian, I picture, uh, like, you go to climb the rope, and John's just like, I got it, and pushes you and <laughs> knocks me over. <laughs> you hear some of the most creative cursing you have ever I encountered. <laughs> yeah. And right. John nails the uh, the railing. Now give me your climb. Nat 20. Oh, yeah. All right, we have what a is your climb Sebastian speed? hits him with color spur on his way by. <laughs> you don't have a climb speed, right? Nope. You, what's your movement speed? 30. So you move a quarter of your movement speed doing your climb check. Okay. Okay. Uh, you move five feet. Okay. You're so out five I've got 35 more got to go. 35 more feet to go. So roll three or four times. Uh, and then let's see who's going to throw their grappling hook next. I'm just going to climb the one I already threw. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll nope. try. She unhooks yeah. it. They throw yeah. it back down. Aretta is not that nice. Yeah. yeah. Who's right. this? Kidney. I, can, I can do this. I can do this. Riaris is uh, actually just sitting at the front checking her cell phone. You can't do this. I'm retiring this die. <laughs> you rolled another one, didn't well, you? I did. Well, I, oh, you rolled one? Yeah, no. It's <laughs> not going to do it. All right, so. She hits John with the grappling hook. Well, yeah. I bought all new D20s, and I'm learning which ones suck. <laughs> so far? All Who of them. is so far, next? So far, none of them Sebastian will try it again. Okay. Are we skipping Fane? Nope. <laughs> Sebastian's Wait, is this Sebastian's round three. Yeah, this will be yeah. Sebastian's third. Oh yeah, we yeah. gotta have. Well, we can have Fane try two. again. Can we, can we get a little closer? <laughs> <laughs> like bring no, the ship. If a you can't do it here. You can't do it ever. Well, I'll go with the ladder. Is that? Oh, I'll throw the thing. Uh, that's a negative something. <laughs> We are. This is now on Twitter. <laughs> Trying to figure out. Find us at the Cold Shot Podcast. <laughs> oh, All right, Sebastian. Correction. Twitter is just Cold Shot Pod. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Cold Shot Pod. No, that's a total of six. 
Wait, for your ace, for your throw, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, it's only a... That's all you need. That's all five, that's that right. That hits. You hey, barely yay. grab it. <laughs> Reddit is so proud of you right now. <laughs> I've hit it twice now, but, you know. <laughs> now climb. Yeah, good luck with that. Can I just take ten? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. It's a good try, though. That's a total of eleven for the climb check. You fall into the water. Splashity splash. John's going to roll three at once. I hate you all. Okay, splash. I rolled two twos and one 19. (laughs) All right, so we're going to take the 19, right? Yes. (laughs) Make five more feet. You're 10 feet away from the boat. Splash into the water from your other two failed checks. I rolled a 20 and then a 16. Unfortunately, those last three. Those are great swim checks. <laughs> you lost. Damn. Yeah, those are great swim checks to get back. Yeah. Uh, at least you didn't nick the side of your ankle to summon that shark from before. <laughs> this is true. Okay, Adagoke, you need to oh, s- take the grappling hook, swim to the side of the boat, and then just use it to climb right. by <laughs> smacking it into the wood. A Viking style. <laughs> Adagoke, give me your roll. All right. Dang. Wow, I am glad we're not fighting anything. We would be dead as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. That was a two for those of you listening at home. With mo- with modifiers, that is a negative three. You miss. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Thanks, Eagle Eye. Negative two. I don't oh, oh, want to cheat myself. Okay. I'm going to make my third try now. We're the third worst die or the pirates. same die? No, new die. New die. New die. All right. Hey. Okay, hey. I rolled a 17, so even without modifiers, I at least hit the boat. Now, can you climb? Now, can I climb? Yeah, that's the question. 20. Hey. There we go. You get out five feet. Woo. Which for her, given she's only like four feet tall. That's awesome. You know, that's pretty good climb. All right, so you are five feet away from the boat. Let's see, has everybody tried three times now? No. Nope. <laughs> All right, Fane. Fane still needs One to, more. Yeah. Well, Fane points at Kenick. Riaris, look, she's doing really good. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is. Great job. Now, Fane, throw that grapple. Yes, Jill Sargent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing her as Arlie <laughs> Ermey. Uh, Ooh, I hit. Oh, you got it's like 18, okay, yeah, yeah, 6, yeah. 12, right. something like that. You stick the grapple. I feel like we're on Wipeout. <laughs> Can I do it like a knowledge check instead of a climb? <laughs> well, in that case, I demand to use diplomacy. I think that was a one. One. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, well, right, oh, excuse on. me. Two. But you rolled a one? I rolled a one, yeah. All right, so how many ones have we seen in this little bit right here? Like half a dozen or so. Yeah. Like a solid six, at least two from Kitnick alone. I've More than it. we've rolled in the last like two episodes. Uh, I don't know. There were some in that crab fight. If we were using the crit cards, we'd all be beheaded by now. (laughs) Yeah, that's why we're using anti-loaded dice. Oh my goodness. (laughs) What kind of Uh, dice did you give us, Valley? Okay. So. The wrong ones. But thank you, though. Thank you. (laughs) Riara stands up. She's frustrated with all of you. Uh, She takes a grappling hook. She throws it at the side of the boat, hits it with no problem. I also rolled a one, but yeah. Uh (laughs) Story, story. Told you your house is haunted. All right. Uh, let's see. But with all of her bonuses, actually, it's an attack. Yeah. You rolled a one. She failed. She's dead. <laughs> it is not as easy as it seems, is it? She's like, this happens sometimes. You just coil it back up. She coils it back up. She I'm swings. Just, I'm just hanging on the throws rope. Again. Yeah. Oh, yeah but Val- Valley hasn't finished climbing That's yet. That's fine. I'm, I'm uh, still climbing. She hits the side of the boat on her second try. She's like, it happens. You coil it up as quickly as possible. You throw it at the ship. You hit the edge of the ship. Then you climb across. Now, everybody, and she does, uses her move action to lash it down. Everybody, start climbing this rope. Go. Kitnick, give me another climb check. 20. That'll work. So you're 10 feet out from the boat. She's like, oh, Kitnick's actually almost there. Um, everybody, give me climb checks. I got a 13. 
Uh, Sebastian actually got a 16. I got another 16. One from everybody on a climb check. John got a 16. Three. <laughs> Three. Three. Trace. Okay. You trip over the edge of the boat and fall in the water, similar to Sebastian earlier. John, hey, I was Sebastian, pushed. and Kitnick, you all make five feet. Uh, Adagoke, you get almost out from the ship, and then you fall in the water. So, Kitnick is now 15 feet out. She has merely another 25 feet to go, if my math is correct. No, we're 30 feet out, so I'm halfway there. I thought we were 40 feet out. We're, we're, 30. 40 we're 40 feet. We're 40 feet out. Yeah, good yep. try. I thought we were only 30. <laughs> nope. oh. No, then we would be at a negative four to hit. <laughs> yeah. That's true. All right, so Aretta, what is your touch AC, Miss Kitnick? So 13. 13? Yeah. I would say you're flat Give me a... <laughs> I mean, seriously. Give me a reflex save. 18. You get hit with a piece of trash. Uh, you almost slip off, but you hold on to the rope and you make it another five feet. So that makes you halfway there. Riaris is then, after she set the first grappling hook, there are two or three more ready to go. Let's see, Sebastian, Fane, John, you all rolled 16. Mm-hmm. You all make it out five feet. Adigoke, you fall into the water. Okay. She pulls you back into the boat. She just grabs you. Are you wearing a shirt at this point? Probably not. She just grabs you by the shoulders, and you're probably like, how tall is Adigoke? He's like 6'4". Yeah. She looks up at you. Puts both hands on each shoulder. She pulls you down to face level with her. Had to go, okay? Yes. You will make it this time. Understood. You will make it. You will make it. She slaps you on the shoulder and give me another climb check. Uh, 14. <sighs> Plus two because of uh, her rousing speech. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Riaris is so proud of you for making it out five feet. Okay, everybody... Start giving roll checks. Let me know when you roll below a 15. I'm still in the water, actually. Yeah, I just rolled she below doesn't even 15. try to pull you out. X- oh, 20. Nice. I swim right. away. I rolled a 13. Okay. On my fourth check, I got a 13. Okay. So you made it another 15, another 15 feet because right. you did three successfuls. Correct. Adagoke did three, so you're 15, 20 feet. You make it halfway. Okay. Then you fall in. On my fifth check, I got a three, but I passed uh. the rest. Got really close. Did anybody... Not, Fane, you're not even trying anymore because she's not pulling you back I'm into the I'm complaining boat. that my velvet leather armor's wet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you ponce. How far out was I? You were 20 feet already, Miss Kitnick. Darn it. How far out? <laughs> Damn. How far did you make it? Well, my fourth roll, I rolled a five. Fourth roll? Fourth roll? Yeah. So you made three more rolls? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So right you made it. You there. were five feet from the boat. No. Uh, at what point can we all just decide to kick Rosaris out of the boat <laughs> and then just start rowing the other way? <laughs> oh man! While you idea. guys are about halfway out, she finally sees you guys fall into water. Especially Kitnick. She was somewhat impressed by Kitnick making it almost all the way to the boat. She just shakes her head. Uh, Aretta, Jaundice, and the, those guys, they throw the hooks back in the water. She pulls them all back in. Uh, she just tells you guys to swim to the big boat. Swim back to the Wormwood! Climb back on! I'll row this boat in by myself, you land lovers. I almost made it. And as you climb onto the boat, everybody takes three rope bashes. As you climb back into the boat, they help you in, and immediately uh, Master Scourge is there just beating the back your back with a, uh, with a knotted rope. Uh, you take three points of non-lethal damage. It's nothing big, but okay. so my hit points. I don't Mr. know what you're Plug talking about. 
holds his hand down, says, "Here, buddy, let me give you a hand back onto the ship." Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. Wasn't it? Ow. Whack, whack, whack. I'm imagining that this took like eight solid hours of you failing to get this far. Feels like holy it. smokes. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> this is not what I do, okay? We've had two, two days of not being very impressive. Everybody, give me a perception check. I got a 19. Cool. I got a 6. 10. Everybody who rolled over a 10, you notice that Tessa Fairwind's ship has made up about half the distance that she was yesterday. She should probably arrive either sometime in the night or early in the morning. So she is actually traveling towards yes. us. Okay. To intercept us. Possibly. Okay. At this point, she's made. It seems like the ship's sailing directly towards you, as far as you can tell. I don't know if we should feel comfortable about this or not. Bloody hour. Luckily, you don't get any whips for being as bad at pirating as you are right now. What do you expect for a bunch of people you picked up at a bar? <laughs> not exactly <laughs> impressed, but what, what it did is we what get? It is. Was a knob uh, rope bash? Rope bash. Yep. With the. It's a big, solid, knotted rope. No, yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. Knotted. Yeah. All right. So it's doubled over on the end. I should bring in some inch and a half rope one day. And in you threatening you to, <laughs> He's threatening to beat us, it. yes. <laughs> so you can feel... No, I'm kidding. Do role to be playing escalated. at its max. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of role play. Not that kind of role play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own enough, enough leather. Armageddon, Armageddon, Armageddon. Uh, oh. I need an adult. I am an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Adam, yes. Okay. <laughs> you guys go through Bloody Hour. You go through rum rations. We're now on into night ship actions what do you guys want to do okay so kitnik is going to start by checking on conchabar just because she didn't get a chance to the night before and he had ended up getting whipped so she's just going to go check on him and make sure he's okay and okay he's probably sipping on his rum somewhere on the top deck just staring out wistfully into the ocean how you doing oh kitnik so lovely to see you again I just want to check on you, make sure you're all right, because it seems like you had a kind of rough day yesterday. Oh, still a little stiff, a little bit of... Do you mind scratching that itch right there behind my shoulder for me? Use a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to scratch his back for him. Oh, lovely. Thank you, my dear. It's been itching for a while. All right. Um, so what can I do for you, love? Oh, nothing. I just wanted to check on you, make sure you were okay. Oh, I'm great. Mostly. Other shoulder now. Thank you. <laughs> So, so do you have any idea why we're just waiting here? Uh, it is a bit odd. However, if it is Tessa Fairwind that's coming down, I can only imagine there's a reason. Well, what do you know about Tessa Fairwind? Not much, but uh, some say that she's the next in line to be the, uh, the leader of the Pirate Council. Is she supposed to be a halfway decent pirate or another crappy she, pirate like we've got? She's one of the best. A fleet of a dozen or more ships... Everybody that she has on a ship is loyal to her. She commands some of the most power in the shackles. And if it's actually Tessa Fairwind's ship that's coming down on us, it's really rather odd. So it's a ship we'd rather be on, then? If you can get hired there, sure. Which ship would you rather be on? She looks around. <laughs> Barnabas is nowhere to be seen. Scourge is nowhere to be seen. Oh, there's Mr. Plug. Oh, this one, of course. That's what I thought. And he gives wink, you a big wink. old grin. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. I'm, I'm going to head off to bed now. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow. Give me a roll. Diplomacy it up. 16. Did I get extra points for back scratching? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave them to you. Don't worry. You're good. Yeah, actually, you do. That's enough to actually bump uh, Conchabar up a little bit. Nice job. 
Awesome. And I'm going to start with... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a while. Oh, come on. He is Kitnick's Gronk. <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna, it's in that case. After that, I'm going to start heading in the direction of my little corner of the downstairs. Okay. So. You kind of established your own little spot downstairs. I, yep. I like that. Who's next? Adagoke is going to specifically look for Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian's probably posted up somewhere, just probably playing solitaire or something similar. He has nothing particularly going on this evening. So are you up on the... Main deck? Or? Probably just in the middle deck. Are you hanging out with Owlbear? Sure. Uh, i showing him, him card tricks. Letting and, uh, him play solitaire with you? Kind of like your uh, little brother with Duck Hunt? That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, Sebastian is down playing cards, quote-unquote, with, uh, with Owlbear. With the controller unplugged? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I just what? realized my entire childhood with my brother. <laughs> Seriously? I haven't past him either. <laughs> a thousand <laughs> games that I lost flashed before my eyes. Yes. <laughs> so I think, okay, you find Sebastian playing cards, quote unquote, with uh, Owlbear. Okay, so as I'm walking over there, I'm looking around. Is there anybody... <laughs> sorry, was that interrupt? I'm sorry. Uh, Owlbear. Is there my anybody friend, besides Owlbear and Sebastian or another member of our group? That is, that is around there within the earshot. Uh, do you want them to be? I do not. Then no, they are not. Okay, great. How convenient. I'll walk up, I'll crouch down near Sebastian. I'm not looking directly at you. I'm kind of like looking at the cards or doing something like that. And in Infernal, I also understood what you said on the island. Sebastian kind of glances sideways, still more or less looking at the cards. Do you now? And, uh, my friend, what is it you think you understood there? I understood that that's a useful talent for you to have because I come from Sargava, from the, from the town of Elidar. There are several Shalaxian pirates in this area. It would be good to know what they say. It would be unwise to let them know you understand what they say. Wise advice. I doubt that was the only uh, interest you had in this conversation, so if you have questions, my friend, go ahead, ask. I doubt, uh, I doubt friend Owlbear here will uh, repeat anything he hears. <laughs> I've never met an infernal chicken. <laughs> They're dangerous. And Wes, do not. <laughs> oh, you wait till Sunday. Uh-huh. Chicken with infernal template. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you read a book. For all I know, you can't. <laughs> How exactly do you get your magics? <laughs> wow. Like, all right, Mayweather. <laughs> oh. Oh. You're not wrong. <laughs> hey, you dumb son of a bitch. Never see you read anything. Oh, with three fingers, can you read between the lines? <laughs> and sleep. <laughs> Sebastian kind of glances around. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, come with me. And uh, he's going to slap Owlbear on the shoulder. <laughs> gather up the cards. And wait, wait, please say it again. Yes, cluck, cluck, indeed. <laughs> uh, oh, I listened to that the other night. I laughed. I had tears in my eyes. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, as he said, I said, he'll slap Owlbear on the shoulder, gather up the cards. And uh, gesture at a go-kay to... I'm assuming it's a little bit later at this point. Kitnick's probably already passed by on her way down to uh, lower decks. He's going to uh, lead at a go-kay over to the other other side of the uh, hold, essentially. Just a little bit more out of sight. Sebastian pretty much rolls up the, the sleeves and of his shirt. And from wrist all the way up, his entire 
both of his arms and running out of sight are covered in runes in Infernal. Almost every exposed inch of skin is covered in runes. <gasps> Double worshiper! Stab <laughs> <laughs> And nice my lead, bro. <laughs> And new character. <laughs> and they seem to, to shift slightly and just sort of glow. Eh, does that answer your question a little bit better? Except for on the right arm in between... The runes are sort of laced around it. There's a, a tattoo of a white hair that's basically wrist to elbow. Like an incredibly detailed, like could move off his arm tattoo of a white hair. Let's uh, let's call my powers a result of heritage rather than study. And yes, I can read. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> I am just being honest. <laughs> so that white tattoo is a result of heritage? Uh, You're not here. <laughs> so your magic is from your blood, not from a bargain? An ancestor of mine either struck a deal or was uh, more likely forced into bondage. But uh, as you've noted, I've, uh, I have a few tricks up my sleeve, if you'll pardon the expression. And at, at that point, he's holding both of his arms out in front of him. The, the white hair on his right arm leaps from his right arm to his left arm and just goes back in the tattoo. Uh, and the tattoo is now on his left arm. Neat trick. I have a few. Rolls his sleeves back down. Do you read Infernal or do you yes. speak it? He doesn't give you too much of a chance to read. It's a mishmash of what you think are spells, prayers almost, although you can't tell to what. Just random phrases. Strange things like the land of the White Witches is actually ruled by a king from the land of the Linorm Kings. Just strange things, all in Infernal. What does Adagoke do with this knowledge? <laughs> well, Adagoke's just collating data. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But all right. While I don't know about Tessa, I do know that Endymion Aranax is from Cheliax. Met several members of his crew are also. Keep your ears peeled, but keep quiet what you understand. Well, of course. John. John's going to go talk with Ambrose. Okay. Uh, I think we've already determined that Ambrose is drunk for the evening, so he is down in his quarters uh, covered in chickens. Wes, do you need a, do you need a pause for the chickens? game so you can drink a couple so you can get into so character? Character sounds good. I watched a lot of movies when I was younger about drunk people. Yeah, I'm sure that's why you're good at sounding drunk. Well, lots of practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, uh, you knock on the door. Uh, you hear the thump. If John, so good to see you. Come in, buddy. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Come, sit down on the bed. Sit down on the bed. Sit on the bed. Sit. Try this. And he hands you the foulest smelling rum bottle you have ever smelled. And I throw it against the wall. Smash. No, that was good rum. All rum is bad rum. Ambrose, we've <gasps> gone over this several times. You got to stop drinking or you will never leave this ship. John. Okay. All right. This is the last one ever. Uh-huh. Promise. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. I'm gonna try and keep helping you, but you got to help yourself, John. I mean, Ambrose. <laughs> Just the, the smell alone. You see what it did to me. <laughs> You're right, Ambrose. Uh, I mean, John. <laughs> John Bros. This is a fun game. Let's keep playing. What, why are the chickens out? Why did you let the chickens out? No, they're my friends. They're my friends. Hey, look, see, they laid six eggs. Guess what we're having for breakfast? Just you and me, Rome. though, right? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, 
I was wanting to talk to you, you know, that we, we've been docked here for a while. Well, I guess we're not docked, we're anchored. Anchored, yeah. We've been anchored here. I know there's a ship coming. Do you know, is someone meeting with Barnabas? Do you know why we would be waiting on this person? When you see a ship from the Pirate Council headed towards you, it's typically common courtesy to wait on that ship. So basically, Barnabas is just trying to... Uh, Brown knows whoever is the captain over there. Or Tessa, not, I believe. Or just not get blown up the next time you're in Port Peril, yeah. Okay. Now, I know uh, Rias was trying to... Rias? Rias? Riaris. Riaris. Those are all close enough. <laughs> I know Riaris was trying to teach us to grapple, uh, and we all miserably failed at it. Mm. But uh, I thought you were saying that typically someone uses magic to get us connected to a ship. But you still have to get from ship A... Ship B and a rope. Quick. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right, Ambrose, I, I'm going to leave you alone to sober up for the night, but you got to yeah. stop this. Yeah. I'll, I'll, like I said, last one for now. All right. That sounds good. Um, Who's next? I think uh, my so, only one left. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go see. <laughs> I was going to go see Croc. Uh, oh, no. I just want to see if she's got some things, some items, uh, one or two okay. items. Oh, she's got something for you. Uh, you actually have to find Grok either probably upstairs somewhere. Okay. Uh, she's probably enjoying a little bit of rum and talking uh, probably to Master Scourge even. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. We're going to make this interesting oh, tonight, oh, baby. Boy. I go find Grok. Uh, you find her speaking with Master Scourge. Uh, he's just talking about uh, going over some of the weapons that are in the armory and a few other things. Are they standing around, sitting at a table, casual drinking? What, what's uh, what's the little bit of the scene like? Let's set the scene. They're up on the top deck. Uh, they've actually found a corner to stand in just below the poop deck. Uh, so the sweat box isn't that far away. Uh, in fact, Grok is sitting on the sweat box talking to Master Scourge, who's leaned up against a wall. And he's like, so I just need to get a count on all of the swords that we have, and we need to make sure that we're ready for this. Uh, if Tessa causes any problems, we need to be ready. I just kind of walk up, hop up on the sweat box beside Grok, and just listen uh, for just a second. Gorge stops. Fane? Just need to talk to Grok real quick. This is officer business. I'm going to need you to come back later. Grok just looks at him and goes, oh, come on, Master Scourge. Just, just let the guy hang out for a little bit. Oh, come on, Master Scourge. He just glares just at bit. you. Oh, this is a dangerous game you're playing, Fane. I but really just want to talk to Grok. Grok, we'll get back to this tomorrow. Fane, you be careful. And he walks away. Ah, uh, Fane, what are you up to, Fane? I wanted to know if you had any spare wine skins. Old ones maybe have held, held rum before. Just the skins, not the wine in the skins? No, I just need the skins, really just for some water. Hmm. Let's keep some water on hand. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a few that we got to refill next time we're in Port Peril. Can I use those for a little bit? What are you going to do with them? Just for water. I get dehydrated. Is that a word that you use on a pirate ship? I, I get really thirsty during the day while working. And I was You're using oh, fancy words. Hipster pirate. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to drink water during the day? Yes, ma'am. Oh, fame for you. You can have them. Oh, thank you. How many do you have? Six. I am very thirsty. I will take all of them. Thank you. Wow, mighty bladder you got there, Fane. I'm just off the side of the ship. I don't mean to be gross, but... 
uh, too late. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just uh, <laughs> stop by tomorrow. I'll dig them out for you. All right. Is uh, Scourge giving you a hard time? Oh, no. It's just it's some officer business. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what's Tessa doing? Uh, you, know, you know as much about it as I do at this point. Okay. Thanks for the wineskins. I appreciate sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. Stop. Stop by tomorrow at okay. some point. Yeah. I will. Anybody else? Going to give her a kiss on the cheek when you leave, man? That's uh, pretty I much forgot. what I was thinking. I yeah. God. She walks away very disappointed. <laughs> and at least she hasn't hunted me down. <laughs> uh, she's yes. actually making her way back down into the quartermaster store. Actually, to the uh, officer quarters is where she's walking towards. Anybody else for the night? Really, before I go to sleep, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast message on Kit and just ask her if she's a tiefling. Hey, Kit, are you a tiefling? How, yeah. Is she able to respond? Yeah, it's like a conversation. Point? Okay, it just it goes opens both up ways. Yeah. Okay. I mean, somebody can hear it with a, with a perception of 25. I don't think anybody is nearby enough because she went down a little bit early. Okay. Kidding. <laughs> Telepathically, I'm going to be going dot, 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 <laughs> dot, dot. Yeah. So you're not not answering? That's fine. <laughs> no. No. Uh, there's the distinct, I have to think about this response feeling that you're okay. getting. <laughs> okay. So out of character, just out of curiosity, Matt, when you cast message on someone, do they innately know that it's you talking to them? Or how does that work? It, I imagine it sounds maybe funneled or something, you know. Like so she probably yeah. just recognizes little, your voice. I'm a little yeah, taken like aback by this. The, I just suddenly have voices in my head. Two cans so. in the string kind of thing, you yeah. know. Yeah. Right. It's the rum. It's, yeah, because it's a transmutation spell, so I think it literally sends his voice. Okay, mm-hmm. so he, she probably just knows you off of your voice. Though. But it, it's whispered to the air because people can actually have a chance to pick it up. So right. the, there is words passing through the air. Okay. Um, you don't have to worry, Kit. It's Nobody else can hear us. God? <laughs> it's me, Kitnick. You can call me Fane. Desmara? My parents are gnomes. Okay. That's that's fine. I was just wondering. You, uh, we can talk later. Okay. <laughs> you could have just left a note in her bunk that said, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, she knows I know, but at least now she knows I'm going to talk to her about it later. I'll say, now her, I know he knows. I know you know I know Awkward. you know. Um, right? I'm, I'm really just, you know. Anybody for a secondary ship action off the list? Uh, you all go to sleep for the night. You wake up in the morning. Normally the bell goes ding ding, waits a little while, then ding ding. This time it's just a steady ding ding, ding ding, ding ding, ding ding. <laughs> and uh, everybody's like, whoa, that's gotta be important. So they walk up onto the deck. I'm assuming you guys follow them up on the deck. Yes. I'm gonna go slowly and look over at Fane. Do you know where that stuff is? What stuff? Is there anyone around us besides, again, besides our crew? Well, yeah, at this point, you guys are in a mass throng of people headed up towards the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're trying to hang back, you might be able to, but people are going to notice. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get noticed, but. Are you like tapping your nose and yes, winking? Exactly. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, your rubbing a thumb across the side of my nose. He's developed a really strange twitch. I like message. to imagine that Adagoke is about as stealthy as Drax would be. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Like he's like waving his arms, like, hey. Hey, I am trying to have a secret conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> you, get onto the second deck. I wish to have a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's my idea, stealth. <laughs> Fane casts message. I'll cast message. Um, I'm going to give a couple of rolls, but you guys have your uh, conversation. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's up? The pitch. The the tar? Yes. What about it? Do you know where? Do you have easy uh, access? Oh yeah, it's it's down with uh, Albert. Same floor as Albert. Might, you might should get ready. Oh, <laughs> I, well. 
You get up to the deck. There is a mass throng of people standing on deck waiting for orders for the day, even though the bell was a little odd. But instead, you see Barnabas and Peppery Longfarthing standing on the poop deck near the ship's wheel. She was the caster, right? Yes. Okay. She's the sailing master. Okay. Yep. And I also have her listed as hostile towards us. You take notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I'm so, <laughs> it makes me feel so good. And you look over to your right and you notice that the sloop that's been chasing you guys down for the last day is actually pulling up alongside of you guys. As she pulls in, you see a beautiful woman at the ship's wheel guiding the boat uh, where it needs to go. She Fiery has red hair. Bright, fiery red hair and really nice form-fitting clothes, but a nice long flowing cloak behind her or a coat with long tails flowing behind her. She looks regal up on this ship's wheel, sailing this boat in. And as she is guiding the uh, boat in, her crew is grappling over, pulling themselves <coughs> close, and uh, throwing down some gang planks, gang planks between the two ships. We're being boarded. <laughs> I make sure all the velvet goes one direction. <laughs> <laughs> I picture Fane like smoothing his stuff out and prepping his hair. He does that. Sebastian yeah. just prestidigitates himself pretty. You know, we don't talk about this very often, Fane, uh, but you actually have white hair, right? Yeah, he's basically an albino. He's got yeah. white hair, white skin, pinkish eyes, half elf. Yeah. I don't feel like we talk about that enough. Uh, I think I may have mentioned it in Zero yeah. in passing, but not really too much. When he was in Port Peril, uh, he was actually in disguise. He had makeup on and right. black in his hair, but being on the ship for 10 days, he's not had a chance to you know, dab any more makeup on, so it's kind of washed off. And So it's starting it's like, to be a little more obvious. It's probably gone now. You are who you yeah. are. Kitnick's going to run well, up to Adagoke and like, poke in the ribs. Water. I can't see what's happening. What's happening? <laughs> All these tall people standing around me. I pick her up. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, As she sails in, the two ships are lashed together. Uh, You can see Tessa, who you can only assume is Tessa Fairwind, is starting to make her way down the stairs and towards uh, the Wormwood. She makes a motion at Barnabas. He simply nods his head, heads down the stairs, and towards his captain's quarters. He then also nods at Plug. Plug then says... All right, everyone below decks. And Plug and Scourge then begin ushering the entire crew, everybody, to the middle deck. And then, again, down to the lower deck. Does this include Tessa's crew? No. It is only the crew of the Wormwood going below decks. Is that officers, too, or just the... Uh, The officers are helping guide everyone down and insisting everyone needs to go below deck. Sebastian tries his best to give Tessa a a wink. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a wink roll there, Sebastian. Uh, That's why I just rolled. I don't know what it's for, but it was an 18. Natural 20. I wish. (laughs) An 18. Come on. She ignores you. (laughs) I figured she would, but he was going to try anyway. (laughs) Everyone is beginning to file down to the lower deck, and you're starting to notice that you are being surrounded by hostile people, that the five of you, plus Rosie, Cogward, Jack, Sams, and Sandara are in the middle of this entire group. When you get there, Peppery then addresses everyone from the top of the stairs. Captain Barnabas Harrigan is in his cabin having a talk with a member of the Pirate Council. You are all to remain here until he is finished. Also... Some of you have been snooping around and knocking on the officer's quarters doors. That is to stop immediately. 
And then she begins casting a spell. Spellcraft? Yes. Anybody who can do spellcraft, mm-hmm. give me a roll. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian's not familiar with that one. 25. He Are is. you serious? Yeah, I rolled a 19. You recognize it as a spell called Deep Slumber. <laughs> okay. Anybody hmm. want to do anything in the next four and a half seconds? Does he tell us? I mean, there's not time for him no. to tell yeah, us. Not really. Yeah, None um, of us know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, Sebastian is bracing for it, but he doesn't know what the spell is. So, Although, did I get a bonus because I don't sleep? <laughs> I rolled really low. It makes yeah. no difference. So Fane knows what's going on. Yeah, and Fane also knows he's immune to sleep. Yeah, and Very probably cool. John as well if he's an half-elf. I am a half-elf, so... Cool. I didn't realize that we were immune to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Make a note. Those who are not immune to sleep, give me a will save. Can I do acting to try to act like I'm asleep? Because <laughs> yeah. I know she's casting sleep. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she probably can. Especially since we just established out. I'm out. I'm pretty certain a 14 doesn't make it. I rolled a 7, so I don't think I have enough of anything to make me not go to sleep. Uh, Sebastian, what's your will save? 14 total. Fane, what is your acting role? Fane slowly lies down and goes... (laughs) 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 So, did you roll? Yeah, I rolled like a (laughs) 6. That's pretty terrible. John, what are you doing? Um, Since I'm apparently immune to sleep, I can make a cooking check. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll come back to you. Uh, Attic, okay? I got a 6. Okay. And uh, Kitnik? Uh, Yeah, I rolled a 7. You rolled a seven. Yeah, and I have okay. no modifiers. So. <laughs> uh, so you three fall asleep. Bloosh, you're out cold on the center of the deck. Hope nobody um, fell can I, uh, instead of rolling like a, a bluff or anything like that, can I just roll a perception to see if I'm aware of kind of what's going on? Yeah, definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, give me a perception roll. Okay. God damn it. Maybe a, <laughs> would you roll for three? Pers- give me a sense motive next. <laughs> Two. But I've got a plus five, so it's a seven. Ooh. You have no idea what's going on. Okay. But uh, three of your crew drops asleep Four. as... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Four yeah. of your crew Cloak. falls asleep as well as... Um, oh, what were the names again? Rosie, Cogward, and Jack fall asleep. Okay. I'm, mm. I'm going to lay down and pretend. I don't have bluff or any of that kind of stuff, but I, I get the feeling I would at least kind of understand, like, okay. other people are going to sleep and I don't feel sleepy, so let me pretend to feel sleepy. Uh, do you have perform? <laughs> I don't have perform. Uh, no. Just give me a roll and add your charisma. I actually have a lot of charisma. I know oh. you do. Oh. I've seen your sheet. Nat 20. Oh. Yeah. So 23. So she thinks she's successful. Okay. So all five of you are pretending to be asleep. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, ticket. totally pretending. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, um, actually, two of the one quick note on that. Um, sure. Given he's still aware, my familiar is actually still awake and aware. I'm assuming that would be a better than 20 on his will check. So the two of you that are faking sleep, this sleep lasts for a very long time. Do you want to do anything while these people are asleep? Basically, what you notice is as soon as she finishes casting the spell, she just watches everybody like, collapse into slumber. And then she turns around and walks out the door, assumably back up to the top deck. So out of character, it was just us and our allies? Yeah, they pushed you to the center. The burst was right there in the middle of you guys. So pretty much only you were affected at this point. So and the bad guys are still awake? The, the hostile crew. Yes. Are but they they're still not all here? hostile because, like, Conchabar didn't go to sleep. Conchabar right. didn't go to sleep? No. No, there's a few of them that are not hostile, but as well are not as, asleep. Uh, Sandara is still awake, as is Sam's Toppins. Hmm. So did any of our enemies, any of the hostiles, fall asleep? No. 
Okay, so, so it was they directed targeted at us. us. Yes. Okay. It, and it was you guys were pushed to the middle. They were mm. specifically targeting you guys, obviously. And did, Lovely. did they react to some of these people not falling asleep? No, oh. it was... I'm awake, apparently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what In that case... All right, so we're having to go back and decide what are you going to do at this point? Are you going to stay awake? You see everybody else falling asleep. Kitnick, what are you doing? I'm going to not get fallen on top of, and mm. I'm just going to... Pretend to be sleeping. Okay, give me a bluff roll, disguise roll. Well, not disguise, but... <laughs> no, uh, bluff would be seven. If uh, anybody does anything, I will but take I'm very, that. But I'm very small, so they can't see. <laughs> you just disappear. <laughs> I, just, I just lay down between the rest of them, so they, they don't know I'm not sleeping. Stealth check, stealth check. Fall between check. the boards. Only ones asleep are Sebastian and Adagoke. Yep. Right. The other three of you have options. This spell lasts for a little over an hour. Uh, so what do you want to do? You can just say, I'm asleep, and move on. The uh, rest of the crew seems to ignore you. Uh, they're just milling about, killing time. Are they talking about anything? Uh, just about uh, how cool Tessa Fairwind is, and how they would uh, one day be a mighty pirate and do terrible things. Am I close to anybody? Uh, either uh, Sebastian or Edgokate? Sure. You five were all within five feet of each other, pretty much. I'm going to maybe inch over to whichever one's closer. and Okay, Sebastian start, is closer. Okay, start trying to wake hey. him up. Hey. Okay. That, it's basically a move action just to wake him up. Okay. So, Sebastian, a couple of seconds of sleep, ah. your eyes start to pop back open. At the point I realize I'm on the floor, mm-hmm. um, Sebastian's going to yeah, kind of look around through half-closed eyes and not make it too obvious because he's not dead yet, so... <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> um, and then, I guess, move over towards Adagoke if I can and try to wake him up okay. as well. And Adagoke, you feel, <laughs> yeah, you feel a, a foot on your shoulder bumping you awake. It's my hair. What? <laughs> <laughs> Beavers and ducks. <laughs> um... Cool. So all five of you are awake at this point, but you're laying down in the middle of the floor. Sam's top. Uh, who do we decide that was before the other one? Uh, Sandara and Sam's top and they are not fallen asleep. Rosie, Cog, and Jack are yep. asleep somewhere nearby. You guys. So John's gonna look over at Fane, Adagoke, Sebastian, Kitnick, and just say, "You guys think it's weird that they knocked us out, but not everybody else? If some of us get up and walk around, I can see it. But if all of us get up and walk around," It's going to be really obvious that didn't work. I hop up. You're up. And any of our friends that fell asleep, I start nudging them, kicking them on the shoulder. They're all awake. Yeah, assuming nobody responds violently or otherwise. Yeah, they weren't anything to Sandara, so... uh, To Uh, him. As Fane stands up and he starts uh, kicking some other people awake, you notice a couple of people move towards the stairs to kind of block it off, but they're not being too obvious. They're, like, sitting or standing around the staircase that leads up. What like people? Psy and those guys. Yes. Okay. Uh, John is Jape, Aretta, and a uh, slippery Psy. Now, Sebastian will go ahead and get up then if uh, no one reacted particularly nastily to Fane getting up. I'm going to walk over to the ones guarding the door or the guarding the stairway. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's going on? Barnabas is having a conversation. Cool. Secret conversation. It's uh, kind of surprising that you're still awake. Kind of surprising that you aren't. And then sleep. <laughs> I was about to say, heap slay, Sebastian say. <laughs> uh, do you really cast it? Um, is it just him and these, John? John, does it like these three? Yeah. Right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, so that will get. I'm cool. You're good because you don't. Yeah, he's fine. Say John's up there with Fane, so. Yeah, we can kick out of go. Okay, back what's away. Your, uh, <laughs> what's your save DC? Fifteen. Okay. The only one falling asleep is Slippery Sigh. She just gunk leans over up against the wall. She's out. <laughs> and then, um, let's say the other two, just look over. And go. What just happened? It's very sleepy in here today. And assuming it's another round, I cast it again. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can do this for a while. It's very sleepy Oretta in here. conks out. And the only one left is John and He says... I, and Sebastian just smiles toothily at him. Hey, Atacoka, you want to put this guy to sleep? <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just look at him and crack my knuckles and go... Are you feeling sleepy? <laughs> and I'll roll an intimidate check. Roll it. Move action. I'm going to give myself intimidating prowess. You have a chance. <sighs> 25. Oh. He falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he, does the, he does what Fane did earlier. He just starts snoring loudly. Uh, let's see. Give me a sense motive. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Like a four. What about the others of us who are standing around? He rolled a two. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, on his uh, bluff check. He's so not good he, at oh, this. Oh, wait. No, mine's a plus six. Oh, there you go. Look at that. He's Fantastic. faking it. <laughs> you can imagine. Can you see walk up and whisper in his ear? That's what I thought. <laughs> he, does, uh, he does the faint thing. <laughs> yeah, you're paying attention. <laughs> um, so, what so is everyone else doing? Uh, they're, I actually was rolling earlier to see if anybody else was paying attention. It was just those three. Uh, stairs are clear. Sebastian will look at Kitnick. So, uh, how exactly quiet are you? I'm pretty sneaky. <laughs> Can't open a lock to save my life, but I'm pretty sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that won't be necessary. Uh, perhaps you should see if you can see what's going on upstairs. What time of day is it? It's the morning. morning. I mean, early. Okay. not so much, you know, sticking your neck out. I doubt you're going to get into the captain's quarters or anything. Although, isn't there a door... On this deck? There are or, some stairs that can or lead stairs or something. up. Because I know there was a section on this deck that, like, there's a door. Like, Owlbear was guarding it. Uh, you're actually on the middle deck, or the lower deck. Right oh, well, so we're not, I thought we were on the middle the deck. Are, we're yeah. on the sleeping deck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on the middle deck, however, yes, there are stairs that lead up. Okay. How about you check and see what's going on on the middle deck? Perhaps we can figure out what's uh, what's happening here. And Adagoke is going to make a distraction by going over to his uh, chest loudly getting his chain shirt and putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kitnick, uh, give me a stealth roll so you can get out of here without too much of a notice. And give yourself a plus two. All right. I can do some flips and tricks if it goes another <laughs> plus two. <laughs> flips and tricks. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think I'm good. So, 18, you give me plus this 20, so that makes it stealthy 29. Very nice. <laughs> and she just goes, poof. Uh, I did yeah. plain sight. Sebastian's like, hey, go check out, and she's gone. All right, then. Well, <laughs> on it. <laughs> so you're on the middle deck. Uh, yes. There's nobody there. Not even Owlbear. Yeah, not even Owlbear at this time is on the middle well, deck. That was my main thing I was going to look for was to see if Owlbear was there. It's completely empty. Really? So Owlbear's not down with us. Yeah. Also, and Owlbear's um, not on the middle deck. I want to point out that uh, the staircase that Owlbear normally guards is officer quarters, not the captain's. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but uh, Owlbear's not on the middle deck at this point. Okay. So let me look at the map here. So if I'm on the middle deck. Mm -hmm. So the galley is right below the captain's quarters, right? Yes. So would there be a dumbwaiter? I, I do remember you mentioning that his cabin girl would get the food for him yes. at one okay. point. Mm -hmm. But there's still at least going to be a chimney or something of some kind that's going to yeah, go in it there. It pretty much will go straight out the side of the ship more than up. Uh, but it's still going to go closer to up, mm -hmm. and it's a ship. It's not like they have insulation. <laughs> right. All right. So 
I'm going to go into the galley and I'm going to find any spot that I can possibly climb up and push my ear to that I can hear through the floor or the wall or something okay. into the captain's cabins. Do the old trick with a, with like a glass right. or something and put yeah. it against That's the ceiling. That's what I'm going to try. If I can't hear it straight out, then yeah, yeah. I'm going to try something very much like that. Just look through the peak hole. And this is what you hear. Barnabas, Joe Ollie is dead. Yes. What? <laughs> he is suspected of being a Chalaxian spy, a member of the Pirate Council, a Chalaxian spy. Impossible. I know Joe. He's one of my best friends. There is no way he was a spy. I need you to come back to Port Peril, have a meeting with the Pirate Council. We have more to discuss. We have to find out what is actually going on here. You have two weeks to be back in Port Peril. And he just responds with grunting and general non-committal tones. Okay, I'm going to move, she, move myself back down the yeah, she it, it leaves at that point. She gets back on her ship. While you guys are downstairs, you hear uh, some rope being taken apart. You hear the creaking of ships. Uh, Tessa, in a, her loudest booming voice, commands her crew to get back on her ship and sail away. And then uh, Mr. Plug comes back downstairs and goes, What are you guys doing down here? Get back to work. Up on deck now. And everybody immediately scrabbles up the deck. Gets back to work. Normal ship day uh, continues on at this point. Only burned about an hour in the morning. Guys, don't look at those sleeping guys. <laughs> oh, no. no. Let, let them get lashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look tired. We should leave today. I'm assuming Jaundice Jape, I believe, was the one who was, faking, was, who was faking it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm assuming he gets up. Well, how long does your sleep last? A minute? That's true. I may actually have woken up by this point. It's, uh, yeah, at this point, it's a minute. So. Oh, okay. Probably just long enough for Kitnick to disappear and then sneak, you know, and she probably had to sneak back down. But yep. then again, we probably... And she fakes it again, back at the bottom. I, uh, I kind of like the idea of John cooking and all of a sudden a kit falls into the pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, she may just wait till everybody's up on the middle deck and then slip out into the crowd, come to think of it. You guys scrabble up to uh, the, sh the top of the ship on the main deck. Barnabas is standing there at the ship's wheel. He just looks out at everybody. Listen. And he looks at the rest of the crew. Joe Ali is dead. Well, there goes my great reveal. I turned to look at John. <laughs> Tessa has given me two weeks to return to Port Peril. We have work to do. We will go to the Fever Sea. We will find a ship. We will take that ship and all of its plunder. I will not... Return to Port Peril, empty-handed. Do you all understand? Start cheering. Yeah! Booty! Loot! Continue on. Mr. Plug, the deck is yours. Wes out of character because Adagoke has uh, sure. profession sailor. Davery doesn't. How big is a sloop versus whatever ship we're on? I assume we're on a galleon. That's a great question. Oh, I thought sloop was the name. No, it's a type. No, of it's ship. a type of ship. Like the sloop John B. Exactly, and that it's, song is now. Sloops are usually relatively small, fast merchant ships. Typically, I think. if I recall. 
Tessa Fairwind's boat is about uh, 30 feet longer than the boat that you're on. It's still three-masted. It's still a sailing ship by the rules within the uh, Player's Guide for Skull and Shackles. Right. But it is a sloop versus whatever this one is. So okay. about 30 feet longer, three-masted, a little bit bigger ship than yours. So but one real, realistically, it'll take about the same amount of crew as ours? Minimum is the same as, your guy, as what is on the Wormwood. However, the Wormwood is at minimum crew level. There's a good chance she has 40 to 60 people on her ship. In which case, you should probably correct Kitnick's, Kitnick's assumption that we would be able to take the ship. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, I figure they're either, gonna, they're either going to sink it, just plunder it and sink it, mm-hmm. or they're going to try and press gang some people, or they're going to try and skeleton and crew it and just have it limp and limp both ships back to port. Because it's worth a lot of money, I'm sure. 